when you and I were talking, I was like, yeah, I'm working on my PhD. He's like, whoa, <laughs> I already know you didn't do all these things. How are you doing it? And the question is, how do you care for yourself? Like uh-huh. even in your own story, I had a very similar story to yours in that I was young with a career, had a master's degree, pursuing my career, got married, started having children and everything changed for me. It almost was like I shrunk, kind of like you said, disappeared uh-huh. from myself. So I resonated with what you were sharing. And so we were talking about self-care you asked me like well what is self-care i said wait we got to define self first you're listening to the experience freedom podcast i'm your host ajene gaylord and i endeavor to educate encourage and empower women to embrace emotional healing and eradicate the stigma of mental health in the body of Christ. On this episode, I have a friend joining me to talk about self-care. Erica Lee will be my guest for this two-part series, so stay tuned. So why don't you introduce yourself Tell us about you, everything you want us to know, and then we can get into what we were discussing. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I'm Erica Lee. I am uh, the wife of Ron Lee Jr., and I am the mother of Zoe Lee and Ronnie Lee. I'm also EP, the energy provider, former hip-hop artist that need to come back. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Come on back. Yes, and I am currently uh, on a quest to... Uh, personal development movement for my, for, for my people in the faith. So, uh, like I said, I I want I want like a little empire. I want a podcast. I want a <laughs> an online community. I write okay. a book. I'm gonna do an online course. Okay. Events. I want to do it all. So. Bring that energy. That's right. Bring that energy. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you you have a famous husband, so to speak. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. get into that a little bit. You kind of gave us a snippet about your own uh hip hop career. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about that? And then because we are fellow homeschooling moms, hint hint, I want you <laughs> to kind of share your decision about home education, being intentional, just kind of so that can segue us into why self-care is so important. We need oh. to know who you are, mm-hmm. what you got going on, so we uh-huh. can see why we're speaking to this situation. So absolutely. Yes. Give us give oh. us the deets. Yes, yes. So yes, in my in my uh a quest to be the uh, hip hop artist. I, I came across the paths of this uh, handsome young man by Ron Lee Jr. name, ironically, stage name. And uh, we started out just, you know, music associates. And then and from there, friends. And then he realized I was a good catch. Nah, yeah. He's going he to he tell you I said something first. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, so we, um, uh, you know, got married and Really, once we got married, I kind of simmered down from mm, mm-hmm. from my from from my artist pursuits because uh, I'm in that juggle of trying to like you know as an artist I was single I was staying with my mom and so you know you have freedom you have flexibility I didn't I wasn't uh, you know you can you can work little jobs here and there but when you say you're gonna get married you gotta take care of business so if the money wasn't coming in through the music now you gotta go the traditional route so I got a full time job. We got a house. I wanted an apartment because I didn't want to be tied down, but we got a house. <laughs> so I started to feel the, I don't know, the weight of responsibility and trying to 
do what I was supposed to do as a responsible adult and a wife. I think I focused more on that and kind of let my uh, musical aspirations kind of fall to the side. And then when I became a mom, it was a wrap. So <laughs> I was all into to, to mommyhood. And and that's just because of the way I'm wired. I love children. Because I was before music, I was going to school to um, to be a teacher. Because I've, I've always loved school and academics. And, and then I love kids. So that was just like the greatest for me. And then my brother, he had a, a son when I was like 20. So I was all in with my nephew. Yeah. Uh, and then I think when I was about... 25 or so he had uh, my youngest nephew and I like almost took him I had him so much so when I had my own child it was like oh I ain't gotta send him home so I was like (laughs) lost in motherhood just loving it just loving it but not realizing that I was uh uh drifting away from my individual self Mm -hmm. so um but yeah and so my husband he still was able to maintain his musical aspirations and like so we were a group and then from a group he started to um uh, produce other people. And he, uh, met up with Sharice, uh, Jones, AKA Mahogany. Mm -hmm. And, uh, was, uh, her producer, executive producer and manager, and they were doing a lot of things together. So she would help. She, she would try to pull me back in. So she would always Mm -hmm. have me, uh, uh, feature on some of her songs and, and perform with her. But outside of the, artists that he worked with that knew I rap and would ask me to get on songs. I never really uh, did any uh, like solo ventures anymore or whatever. After, yeah, definitely after having kids. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, so that, so that's kind of a little bit of my story. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that part of your story, because I think it's very key to how we ended up in our conversation. We're at this friend's open house for their twins who just graduated and you were like, Hey, I got a question. So <laughs> yeah. why don't you, why don't you tell the audience what your question was? And then we can kind of get into that dialogue a little bit. Yes. Yes. Because I, I, uh, I'm a very, very curious person and I'm, all, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm always trying to dig and get to the root of things. So like when I realized how far I had drifted away from myself, I look at other people that seem to uh, be active in a lot of areas and still, maintain a sense of self so i'm i'm fascinated by you as i'm like you have four children yes <laughs> and then four teenagers yeah, and then y'all and you homeschool and then you you, you you're you married you seem happily married and you seem sane and you look good and <laughs> and then i see you move from one house to a bigger house i'm like they making moves and then she, you got your own business so i'm like how are you juggling all of that so yeah. yeah so when i come across somebody like that i'm like how you do it? Like, mm-hmm. what is self care for you? Like, how do you, um, how do you maintain? Like, what do you identify as self? And then, how do you properly care for yourself? So that's, yeah. yeah. When I got, I got a seat next to you at the party. I, I got a chance to lock in on you. <laughs> yes. So I'm so glad you're here to even bring that to the audience. When you and I were talking, I was like, yeah, I'm working on my PhD. He's like, whoa, I already know you didn't do all these things. How are you doing it? And the question is, how do you care for yourself? Like Uh even in your own story, I had a very similar story to yours in that I was young with a career, had a master's degree, pursuing my career, got married, started having children and everything changed for me. It almost was like I shrunk, kind of like you said, disappeared Uh myself. So I resonated with what you were sharing. And so we were talking about 
self-care you asked me like well what is self-care I said wait we got to define self first Mm -hmm. and the key to that is to really understand who we are how God created us that we are the imago Dei we are the image of God and so if we understand that that is who we are and that we are made up of these components which is a body a soul a spirit then we can understand okay well how do I show up in the world how do I show up in my relationships I mean basically you you shared with us that you started out as, as an identity, as a rapper, you had a whole career mm-hmm. and then you became a wife and that changed a little bit of your identity. Then you became a mom, an aunt first, and then a mom, like all of these relationships seem to change your identity. But here's the thing. Those are just relationships. Those mm-hmm. are not who we are. Mm-hmm. That's how we relate to the people around us. Those are yeah. titles that we carry, that we that we hold, that kind of identify how we show up in different relationships. But who we are is who we've always been. We first yeah. became a daughter. Mm-hmm. We were first born. So if you're a female, if you're if, or if you're a male, you're a son. So you're first born into your family. Your first uh, relationship is to your parents and then any subsequent siblings and that kind of thing. And so your family of origin often can shape who you are, but the self really is the core of your being. And in order to care for yourself, you have to fully understand how God created you to be. So I would love for you to kind of give us some of your like nuggets or things that you've learned along the way, or even questions that you still have about caring for yourself. Let me ask you, have you begun to reclaim some of who you were, even if you're not pursuing the same career anymore? What are some things that you're doing? I think you gave us a little hint in the beginning. So why not share with us if you have, or if you have questions about how to begin to reclaim a little bit of yourself and then we can get into practical tips for self-care. Yes, yes. No, definitely um, I have begun to reclaim myself. And so um, like during the pandemic, yeah, that like, uh, I think that really woke me up. And then my friend, she started getting counseled for like a childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And, and we had like the same childhood trauma. She was saying how I helped her. So I had tried counseling in the past, but I was like, it, it, it just, it was... <laughs> I remember as a child going to, t- to counseling and then it was like, oh, take this dial and that dial and show us what happened with the dials. And I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, I remember that. Like, that ain't, that ain't doing enough for me. So I, that that experience wasn't nothing. So then I remember when I was in probably my early 20s, mm-hmm. um, I wanted I wanted God to heal me. So I was like trying to make sure he, I just touch every area that I get on point with every area. So I, I was like, let me try to get healed in this area. So I went to a counselor at the church and then they were talking about like forgiving people and, and say their name and, and then blow out stuff. I said, what is going on? So it's just like, it's crazy. I was like, man, this counseling stuff, I tried it. It ain't working. I tried it. It didn't work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so then when my friend told me, she went to counseling and she was saying how it was, it was great. It was helping her, it was healing her. And I'm like, well, well, shoot, well, let me, let me, let me try this. And so I was going to go to her counselor, but she didn't take my insurance. And then she was like, it was like $80, $80. Uh, a session. Mm. I'm like, well, shoot, I want to go once a week. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't got it like that. <laughs> so every time I said I would find somebody that I would like to go to, they didn't take my insurance. I had to come out of pocket and it was too much. So so then I was just kind of like, just putting it to the side. But then I don't know, with the pandemic and just seeing the difference, uh, I'm normally an outgoing person. I'm very active, but I was, I was, I was, was taking too much of a push for me to be active. Mm. So I was like, okay, I need, I need, I need to do something. So I got with my friend and she coached me through like 
how to find a counselor. Like, what are you looking for? Like, she got real, real detail. You want them to be white, black, you want them male, female, you want them old, young, you know, they can look on there and see if they're Christian, if they're not Christian. So I go through all of this, narrow it down to like three people. Then I call them. Nobody got openings. I no openings. Yeah. I was like, this is what, <laughs> but luckily she's in school to be a counselor. And one of the people I picked, she was like, Oh, I know her. I was like, well, call her and ask her if I can get in. <laughs> <laughs> So that opened the door and I was able to get in with her. And then that's been amazing. So mm-hmm. just being able to, to, to have a counselor and to be able to explore my story and explore uh, things that I identify in my life that I want to improve, just the, being able to express part. Because I know I'm a person that like my personal stuff, I just kind of bottle up. So just having that space to just pour out has been great. And so, <laughs> after counseling, my husband called me, faucet mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that but laugh. I was like, yes. It's like So all that to say, yes, that has ignited my fire mm-hmm. to reclaim myself, to, yes. um, to rediscover some things that I kind of let wither and um, to, to try to now go about my life now where I'm attending to myself as well as the relationships that are very important to me. Because before I just was swallowed up in my relationships and I wasn't uh, attended to myself. And then I think mm-hmm. when I started doing counseling, I think I stiffed armed everybody and then I started just pouring all into me. <laughs> now I'm trying to find a happy spot. Now I'm trying to come to the middle. Come and to the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Attend to me and attend to them. Um, so uh, so that, that's kind of where I am right now. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's been great. And in, in this journey, I'm, I share with anybody I can because it's anything that's exciting to me, I just share with people. And then they come to find out they may have some of the same traumas or they may have some of the same uh, situations. And then I can share areas that I have growth in and, and how I got to the growth. And that's been great to, to see how my journey uh, is inspiring other people or just me being able to walk people through it step by step since I've already had some progress. It's been awesome. I love that you shared that you did counseling before, even as a child and then even in young adult life and it didn't seem to work, but that you were willing to go at it again. But I I think the key was you had a friend who gave you a personal story, who let you in in her life a little bit, who even walked with you through the process of finding your counselor. And sometimes that's part of the challenge, especially on on my podcast. I really want to eradicate the stigma of mental health. Like it's almost Mm -hmm. like, counseling and therapy comes with this stigma, these connotations, like it's wrong or it's bad, or you have to have some extreme event, Uh but really it's just a matter of having somebody to walk alongside you. And so your friend even showed a measure of counseling in that she shared her own story with you. And then she helped you and helped you to identify a professional who was going to take you further. So I think we should not discount even those relationships that are not professional relationships, but they can also bring us some of that healing. Um, Because even our conversation was healing to me in order to just kind of put in perspective self-care. Because you told me (laughs) that you and your uh, counselor got into a bit of argument over what (laughs) self-care is. So why don't you share with us what she said and then how you responded to that? I say what I was what I what I what I was taking from it is that she it seemed like she was saying like self-care is like, you know, uh, um, go get a bath. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get a massage, light yeah, a candle. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What makes you happy? Do what 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 brings you joy? And I feel like yes, that is an element an of self care, right? Gotcha. But I like I said, I'm a person that likes to go 
deeper and get get beyond the surface. And so that may be uh, one aspect. And um, so this is what I've come to notice as so far in my journey for self-care. Like, I feel like self is like your desire. So that will be if you want to get a massage, if you want to go shopping, if you like a certain TV show, whatever, right? Do mm-hmm. your thing. I talked to my one friend. She said she started crocheting. When I, I asked her, I said, what's your definition of self-care? Or what do you do for self-care? Oh, I started picking up crocheting again. I was like, ah, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so one, one part I will say desires. But then the other part I noticed is, is awareness. And so that awareness is being aware of the creator. Like I like what you said, knowing your identity. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, but you have to know his identity first, the one who created you. So, so awareness of the creator, the father, and then the heavenly father. And then it's your story and your story is your family history, your mm-hmm. family experiences, your individual childhood experiences, your adult experiences. Like all of that is, is your story. And then you got from that, from knowing the creator, from knowing your story, you, you learn your identity. And then from that, you be aware of what is your current situation. And then you need to know what your future projected situation is. What your hopes are. Yeah. So you have to to, to, to go into discovery mode and and, and get an awareness of these things. And then uh, after that is management. And so management is embracing the thing. So sometimes you have identity, but you don't embrace it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then intentions. What are your intentions? Uh, Are you setting goals? You know, are you clear about those goals? And then development. What are you doing to, to put yourself in position to to do these things that you have set up in your mind to do. Mm-hmm. And then are you prepared? So I see you, I, we were talking and you said you was going to do a podcast. I didn't know you was ready. You got the headphones, the mic, you, you got prepared, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and execute it. You, you sent me a text. Hey, what time can we meet? Do it. So we executing right now. Yeah. And then the last step is, is navigation. So, you know, you got to work through. Sometimes when you take steps and you make moves, stuff come at you mm-hmm. and you got to know how to deal with it. You got to yeah. move through it. Yeah. Definitely. I was I was driving from a road trip and it was a storm. We saw it coming. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "Look on the map. I mean, look on the uh the, the app for the weather and see uh if it's if it's you know what's 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 about to happen." And so it said it was going to be the storm. It, it sounded bad. And I said, "When is it supposed to start?" And it's supposed to start like in a few minutes. I was like, "Well, maybe we keep driving. We can beat it." <laughs> about two seconds later, boom! It started raining and stuff. And my friend was like, "Do you want you want to pull over?" I said, "No, as long as I can see, I'm gonna keep going." I That's right. Up. That'll preach. Long yeah. as I can see, I can keep going. That's right. So you know, <laughs> yes, it, it may look bad, but if I can see, if the car still works, I will keep moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So that's that navigation part. So that's management. So, um, so yeah, I feel like that's self. When you, when you know, when you, when you uh, take the time to to be aware, mm-hmm. and then you, and then you, and then you make the effort to manage, manage okay. it properly. But you do all of that from leaning into the father. Yeah. yeah. Leaning into who he is and, and who he's designed you to be. And then he gives us he gives us support along the way. Like he gives us natural talents. You know, he gives us a body and we're supposed to take care of it. So it does function properly. And then he gives us relationships. So I like when we talk and you were like one of the things that uh, that we need is community. And so, yeah, I tried to I tried different things, but on my own but when I had somebody with me to walk me through it I have more success more yeah. success 
And that points back to identity because our God is a triune God and he created us in community and he created us to be in community. Like think about the two greatest commandments. I was talking to my daughter last night about this and I was like the two greatest commandments that Jesus gave us were to one, love God with all our hearts, you know, soul, mind and strength. And number Uh two, to love our neighbor as ourself. And that's a a triune kind of experience. First, we love God, we love ourselves, and in extension, we can love others. It's this community kind of reminder. Love your neighbor as yourself. That means being engaged, being in relationship, being connected. And even the fact that we often can encounter these relationships that tend to seem like they're difficult to manage. Being a wife and a mom is no joke. Okay. Being a a friend and an auntie and a cousin and a coworker, like these relationships require effort. We have to manage that. We have to forgive. We have to ask for forgiveness. Uh We have to be willing to extend grace. You know, Uh there's all these components to relationship that are difficult to manage. So not only are we managing self, but then we bring ourselves into these connections in this community, whether it's our faith community, I'm in academics. And so I have a whole academic community that I'm connected to, whether it's your extended family, your family of origin, the people in your household, all of these different components, all of that means community, your friend being community to you again, walked with you through this process to help you identify a counselor who was best fit for you. And you've kind of testified to the fact that it's working now, right? You tried before, it didn't work, but it's working now. So you mentioned at the top of the show that you are in a pursuit of something that you're passionate about. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that production or that quality of work that you're putting out so we can know more about how you're showing up in the world and engaging in that way. Right now, it's it's it's, it's a development. But tell it's us what you're doing. It's a development stage. It's yeah. it, like my personal relationships are getting it. Listen, I'm so excited. My brother, I went to see him Sunday. Um, I don't know, <laughs> put him on blast, but I don't think he cares. So, <laughs> but so, uh, so my father struggled with alcohol abuse, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, as an adult, my 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 brother does too. And so, um. Uh, I was able to help support him into getting help with that. And so, um, and like I said, with me, when I tried counseling at first, it didn't work, but then now it does. A couple of years ago, I helped him get in a program and it was working, but then he, he left, he ended up uh, moving out of state. And so he comes back and I'm like, all right, get you back in, get you back in. And so now he's in a different one. The first one was in Detroit. So, you know, like when they was in the in treatment part, it was nice. But then they put you in like a transitional home and I was like in the middle of the hood <laughs> I was yeah. like that was bad business so so now this one he out in like Ypsilanti or something so it's just a different outside environment you know what I mean mm-hmm. the community is better so now when he's in the traditional house it's better but anyway I went to see him he's doing he's doing so well and it was just to see the transformation is great and it's good to see when you put things in the father's hand how it works out because yeah. I could try to force him and, and I probably have in the past so <laughs> When you right. can, when you can just know your role, and you can let the father do what he do, and then you can give space for a person to to respond, it's amazing what happens. That's a form of self care. So, yeah, knowing boundaries, right? Yeah, that's a form of self care. Yeah. Being, being able to manage yeah. what you can manage. That goes back to the management piece. It's not for you to manage someone else's life. You can relate to them. Yes. You you have a responsibility to them, but you're not responsible for them. And so yes. you can support and you can show up and you can be there. But like you said, at a certain point, you have to turn over what's not yours. That's a form of yes. self-care that we forget about 
focusing only on activities that are fun for you. That's one component. But then also, like you were mentioning before, that management, managing emotions and then managing relationships, too, is a part of taking care of self. Like you said, boundaries, that word. People don't like that word sometimes. But honey, those boundaries can bring about a blessed kind of experience and scenario with those people that you're in relationship with and that you love because it it sets up an expectation of what's okay and what's not okay. And that can help you to be able to manage and navigate with those uh, relationships. So you still got to tell us what you about to be up to though. We need to know what's coming. Oh oh yeah. So my bad. I was like, I know I was going somewhere with that, but yeah, I was going to say like in my personal relationships, I see where, the, the 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 growth and the discoveries that I have for myself, how I share that with others and how it's helping them. And um, so now it's like, I want to open that up to to more of my relationships and then even, even people that, uh, you know, outside of my personal reach. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to like, I want to put together like a, a little book of my, of my journey so far. Um, so people awesome. know I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, like I said, I want to do a, a, a community, an online community, because um, community is so important. And like people need to know they're not the only ones out here struggling or they're not the only ones with an, with the issue and know that it's people out here that can um, support you in that. And so I was in this entrepreneurship group online, but it was online, but it was so personal. It was so uh effective. So I was like, if I could do this like a like a women's group with personal development, this would be awesome. So so that's what I'm in, in the process of building up. Um I love listening to podcasts. So I want to uh I want a podcast to where I um interview people to share their story because just hearing people's stories is, is so inspiring and motivating. Yeah. So yeah. I want to do that. Um so so yeah those are things I have in the works. I want to do you know live events and personal events. I did a women's retreat and it was awesome. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to put on a retreat." So <laughs> something I love to, it. I to, love to, it. To, to to help women have, have breakthroughs, you know. So Yeah. I got you on my list. I got a, I got yeah. an event right now in my mind I'm planning. So I'm I'm about to hit you up for an event today. So <laughs> Okay. I I'll be there. Let me know. Uh, that's exciting to hear. So I really appreciate you coming on and just sharing your story and a little bit of what you're going through. Do you have any type of online presence now, anywhere you want people to find you? Let us know. We can put your info in the show notes so that people can connect with you. Uh, right now I'm on Facebook. So Erica Lee, but I, it might be a bunch of Erica Lee. So <laughs> Erica Lee put from in the right, we'll put it on the right page. Put it in the right one. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I try, I, I try to, you know, I post on there, uh, you know, I try to do it uh, transparent and motivational um, content on there. But definitely when it, when I have my official stuff, I will let you know. That's not it. Please stay tuned for part two of my conversation with Erica Lee about self-care. She's going to give us even more nuggets and give us some insight into some things that she's doing to manage her own self-care. So be sure to stay tuned. On that episode, you will get the life work for this series. So be sure to join us. it for this episode. If you have been enjoying listening, please consider sharing and subscribing to the podcast. 
And until next time, remember, you have been set free to live free. So choose freedom. Freedom.